music. Still don't know what it is, but it is. Oh, hi, I'm Hillary. <laughs> I'm Tavita. <laughs> and we are the two Pilates chicks. It is season four, episode 12. 12. And this one is a doozy. We'll try to get through it. <laughs> but it's, and it's one that, um, it came up and I can't remember how we discussed it, but I've had people, actually it was students. How do you stay so positive mm-hmm. in the studio? Um, but we take, we're going to take it a step further and how as a teacher do you stay positive in the studio when things in your personal life are not so positive yeah and you've got to still be in that present happy positive supportive space for the client yeah because we can't go into the client going yeah complaining complaining (laughs) or whatever dumping on them um, so that's kind of where we're going with this episode. So we, we kind of have a plan, but who knows where it will go <laughs> off to. But how do you think we should start this one? Because <laughs> there's two aspects we talked about. Yeah. The one of, like you said, those moments of you had a fight with your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband or wife or whatever. It's an annoying drive over. You're irritated. Traffic. Someone cut you off. Yeah. Um, you don't want to go out later with so-and-so <laughs> and you're dreading it or... You know, whatever. Those are ones where we feel like you can just leave it out. Yeah. So, like, you're irritated and you get to the studio and it's like, okay, well, how do you stay positive and present in the studio with your clients at the time when you're feeling so irritated about things outside? Outside. And our thought was in those moments when it's those, like, smaller irritations like that, like a daily annoyance or just these stupid little things – can it's easier to be able to just like take a breath try to just like reset and leave it outside the studio so when you come in the studio you're like okay this is a fresh fresh start um and i like the visual of luggage like leaving it outside pack it up put it out there it'll be there when you get out yeah (laughs) it's waiting for you um but just letting that yeah, you come into the new space and just getting started teaching in the day sometimes can help change that mood and you just kind of get into it. And it usually does. Yeah. Because you're forcing yourself to, and it was, a, it was so funny, I was watching on Instagram, Goldie Hawn, <laughs> and she has this whole thing for children about, you know, being happy, being positive, and this, and she's like, so I think when you're in those moments, you just smiling and being happy and being there for your client can trigger your brain out of that yeah. moment, out of that kind of that irritation. irritation. Yeah. Well, sometimes pretending to feel okay can help if it's something that's small like that, like just an annoying day. Yeah. Or you're just wrong side of the bed today for whatever reason. <laughs> and you just, just getting going can just help get going. Yeah. It kind know? of rewires you in a way. Yeah. So, yeah, those kind of situations are – and sometimes it might be hard because what if you go in and that client is not a positive person? They're also irritated. And they're also irritated. irritated. <laughs> it's like, oh, so you have these two ears. It's just like – Yeah. <sighs> but then we're thinking like another situation where it's like a harder thing that you're dealing with in your personal life. Maybe it's a longer-term um, problem. Not just a moment. Yeah, it's just not the day or even the week of being annoyed. Um, but you're helping like a family member who's going through health issues mm-hmm. and it can be years of, years of this and, um, that you can't just leave at the door. No, it's not sustainable to just say fake it and you'll feel fine. And like you're saying, your friend was like, 
faking it is exhausting. It is exhausting. And it is. You can't always pretend. No. And I think that's, that's kind of going into where we wanted to talk more deeply, I think, is how do you keep that positivity in the space when you're really dealing with stuff in your personal life that's mm. draining constant and it's like not a moment it's like years yeah long term long term and like we were talking about we've both gone through that recently mm-hmm. where we've had family members that have needed long-term care okay. and in our job we're caring for people constantly so yeah we're always we're giving and yeah and so now you're double duty right yeah so and, it's a lot of energy. And both of our family members don't live or didn't live close. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's traveling. Yeah. It's it's going to them. Yeah. So that also is exhausting, exhausting. too. Because all of a sudden, on your time off or when you could, you're traveling. Going to them and taking going care of them. Going to them and taking care of them. So how, in those moments, do you keep going? Yeah. And that's kind of where we wanted to go with this yeah and I think like so there's the aspects of self-care like the things that you need to do to take care of yourself we kind of talked about that in an earlier episode mm-hmm. we didn't go into this aspect of it yeah. but more of but you just know, in general in general self-care, which in these sorts of things is the same thing it's like you feel drained because you're taking care of like a family member, you're dealing with a really stressful situation, Situation, these bigger stressors in life. So how do you then go into the studio and be present with that client? Because that's all weighing on you. Yeah. 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 Um, and one of the things that I was thinking about is, you know, when we have these clients for a long time, often we spend more time with clients every week. Yeah. They spend more time with us than we all do with our friends sometimes. Cause Probably, you see them yeah. for one, two, three hours a week, every week. And so, you know, being vulnerable and open with our clients mm-hmm. is a good thing. Not unloading, unloading. Yeah. Not using their session as your own therapy session. <laughs> But clients do like to connect us. They're here with us. You know, they're here for a reason. Yeah. And also, I think if you, because it's not like it comes out, like I think you were talking about a client. Now I can't remember. But it's like, it's not, it's kind of like how it comes out in a client. Like I, I have a client I'm thinking of in my head where she was like, oh, I won't be here next week because I've got to go see my mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, where's your mom live? And she said, oh, here. And I said, oh, my mom lives there too. <laughs> she's like, yeah, my mom's having. And she started telling me about her mom's issues, which were my mom's issues. Yeah. And then I said, oh, well, my mom's the same. So she was like, oh. So it kind of opens up another aspect of trust, of support, connection. of connection. Yeah. And it's not like she comes in and every time we, we don't talk about it. It's yeah. like kind of like, you know, she will ask at the end of a session, how's your mom? Or yeah. I'll say how. You know, but it does help so that if there is those moments where yeah. you're not yourself, mm-hmm. the client's like, oh, like they know, they like, know. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. But it, and it's, it's just, it's nice to just be authentic. Like we always talk about being, being authentic, authentic selves when you're teaching and, and like we're saying, you're not trying to just like, blah, like unload on the client, but they do like people do like to help each other. So if they're hearing something that we're going through and then they can share their experience Mm -hmm. and you can have a communication and discussion about it and it can feel very connecting. 
Yeah. And I think it's like we, I think for our clientele, us as teachers, I mean, they see us helping them, guiding mm-hmm. them, making them feel better. Yeah. So for them to be able to turn around yeah. and do that for the teacher is probably a really good feeling Yeah. for them. Well, it always feels good to help somebody, which is why like we love what teaching. we do. Yeah. Um, but the clients, yeah, exactly like you're saying, we're here for them all the time. Mm-hmm. So for them to have a moment to like be there for us, a lot of people like. Yeah, it makes them feel good. And I think like one thing you talked about, what we talked about when you came in today, because we both were like, Err. Um, <laughs> is if you are that person, like, like, well, I'll use myself. I'm pretty energetic perky (laughs) so if I don't feel good it's really obvious and if I'm down it's really obvious even if I'm trying but faking it yeah um so it's good to know it's good if they know that because then they're like why is she being this what is what is going (laughs) I don't this is weird you know and they're like oh you know and then it's like this kind of release of that you know what's going on instead of being like, what? Why are you? Why is she being weird? (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Um, But on that aspect, then we've talked about kind of what we, there's a siren. (laughs) It's been a while. Um, (laughs) um, So like you and I, the past year, year and a half, couple years, couple years now. Um, Yeah. Cause it was COVID ish. Yeah. Actually all of COVID. All of COVID. Yeah. yeah, so for actually for both of us, you yeah. just knew before I did. Um, knowing what we've kind of gone through, um, we've learned some things in mm-hmm. terms of, you know, how how to stay positive in, in the studio. Yeah. And one was you were talking about earlier is knowing, faking, like faking it is exhausting. Mm-hmm. And knowing what works for you as a teacher in terms of when you can fake it. Yeah. And when you need to be like, okay, I need to like take a break. Yeah. And so I've had like during the time that I was really heavily caregiving for somebody and I, when I had a new client, Mm -hmm. didn't know me, I would just kind of put it to the side yeah, and just kind of pick my energy up a little bit and just kind of fake it and trudge (laughs) through it. And then I would have clients after that that I'd had for a long time that have known what's going on and know me, and they come in, and then the session's more like, the, the during their session, they'll like ask me how things are, and we'll talk about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, you have to balance it, because a new person's not going to want to hear about all your stuff, but no. a client you've been with for a long time wants to, or may yeah. want to. Yeah, and I think also there's certain clients like, for me, I have clients that, that know what's going on and others have no clue. Yeah. And I think it's the same thing. It's like there's those clients that somehow, I don't know if it's like this awareness in their being. Some people are more Maybe. sensitive to people's energy. Yeah. And but, yeah, I think that there's, you know, I think with knowing when you can give that and when you can't give that. Yeah. Also for yourself. It's like, if I just focus and work them and da-da-da-da-da-da-da, I don't have to think. Yeah. Because there's that aspect of it, too. Yeah, like sometimes just grinding through a session and just, mm-hmm. like, get, moving them, getting them moving. Time's them. going by. I don't have yeah. to think about anything else. This yeah, is great. And, and, like, getting in the flow, right? So you're in the flow of teaching, and so you're kind of not thinking about the hard things 
like in life, you're just there in the studio, you're centered. That can actually be almost like a mindfulness practice, right? Where you're taken out, you're taking yourself out of the stuff. Yeah. And that just, you get going in the studio. Yeah. And so sometimes just teaching itself helps you keep that energy and keep that positivity. Um, but sometimes it's too much and you can't just keep going. And yeah. so you need and to I think know knowing mm-hmm. when that is. So like for you, cause, cause we'll both give examples, but for you, when it became that, when it was, when you were in the depth of it and, and everything, it was getting more and more. What was that line where you're like, Oh, okay. Now I need this. I need to like recharge, step back. Step back. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I feel like for everyone. Is there a flag? No. I mean, I think it's different for everyone, but like when you are just dreading every day and everything mm-hmm. you're doing, like even the clients you usually love teaching, it's just like, oh my God. And like, like the energy's gone. Yeah. You just have the drive is just not there and you just like can't go. And it's like, okay. I need to take a few days off or I need to take a whole week off maybe. And it's like, you just need to take the time. And if you can't take the time, then you need to in the time that you do have, like at the end of the day or something, you need to do the things that work for you. Like maybe you're just going to leave all the dishes and laundry because that's just (laughs) not going to happen after working with clients all day while dealing with other personal issues. Yeah. Yeah. And so knowing those things, like for me, sitting quietly and reading is really like rejuvenating, going on a walk, doing my own movement practice. Those are things that are super important for me. Yeah. And so when I was in the depths of like caregiving, it was like, I had to schedule my workout time for myself. And I, and I do this anyway, weekly, because it's like, that keeps me going naturally just normally. Right. But it was like, it was even more important during that time to be like, this time is blocked off for you, for me. Like I would, I put like my client A, B and C at like nine, 10, 11, 12, you know? And I was like, three 30 is Davida. Like I am, that is my time. That is my time. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it's just important to snag that time for whatever thing. Yeah. And I think, yeah. And like we talked about, it's like, cause both of us are more introvert. So you figure if you're taking care of, cause as, as teachers, we're giving a lot of energy constantly, constantly. And, and usually that's not a, not a horrible thing. It's not something that drains us. It's, you know, it is, it's what we enjoy. But then when you're, like you said, you, you're doing these two different Givings in different yeah. ways. One's a lot more personal, which right. probably is more emotional than like teaching. Right. So you've got that aspect of it. But I think it's important to realize that moment of, cause I think for the, yeah, I think I'm at that point that you were at mm-hmm. where it's like, I woke up today and it's like, yeah, I could can I just crawl back in bed <laughs> with my puppy? Um, but yeah, you have to realize, and then I was like, my husband's so great. He's like, but you have so-and-so and so-and-so, and you'll see Davida, <laughs> and you're doing the podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, you're right. Yeah. And then I do have a piece of cake waiting at Yay. home. But it's kind of like you said, it's kind of like you've got to figure out, can I, without like killing yourself? Yeah. Because again, it's not going to kill you, but it is like... 
draining. It's very draining. Very draining. Yeah. And you've got to be there for the client. And if yeah. you can't be there for the client, then is it is it worth that for the client? Is it worth right. it for you? Yeah. And I mean, and I'm just thinking now, like, sometimes people feel like this even when they're not going through a huge personal thing. Like, we're, yeah. we're talking specifically about, like, when we're dealing with our family's health issues mm-hmm. and long-term care. But sometimes you just get into this, like, time for whatever reason, like, certain times of year or Yeah, like, just, and, just you're depressed and you don't really know why yeah. or it's just... There might not be an actual There might not be. It's just kind of like you, you need a break. It's like yeah. you've got, so, you know, when you're struggling to stay positive in the studio, it's kind of like, well, why? What's going on? What? Yeah. You know, if it's not this big issue like we're talking about, um, what is it? Yeah. And maybe and, taking a little bit of an inside look of to, okay, why Why am I struggling Yeah. here? And we're not talking about being like unicorns and rainbows. No, like positive, staying positive in the studio is not just always like, woohoo, (laughs) but just being able to be there, be for the client, be supportive, be supportive, be concentrated, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Just being able to do their, you know, normal. Yeah. To make the client feel good. Because if you're, if you're not feeling good and you're not able to get to a place where you can relay to the client to feel good, then they're going to leave feeling like, ugh, yeah. that was not yeah. what I wanted. Yeah, and then we feel worse because we're like, eh, I didn't give them what I, I yeah. wanted. Or, <laughs> so but it's it's just so important. Like that we said in some previous podcasts, like putting on your own oxygen mask before yeah. you help others. So mm-hmm. figuring out what those things are that help you feel better to then be able to help Help others. them, yeah. Because like we're saying, we do give a lot of energy all day, yeah, every day, yeah. And it really is. A it's lot. a lot because you're really focused on that person and what's best for them, mm-hmm. and how to help them, and how to guide them. And I had a teacher once. She said she was ahead of me, so she'd been teaching for a long time. And she she watched me with someone. She said, "You've you've got to build a bubble." Hmm. She said. They're sucking your energy <laughs> and you're just letting it's like build a bubble. Yeah. And so I think sometimes when you're in that that place of I can't because there are gonna be clients that that are like they're not in a good place. Yeah. And if you're not in a good place and they're not in a good place, you don't wanna get dragged even deeper. Absorb their absorb, energy. yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you've gotta kinda of figure out how to maneuver do I need to step away now? Yeah. Cause that's something that like I've struggled with even to this day teaching. Like I've always had to figure out how to build that little bubble around myself because I'm a very like empathetic person mm-hmm, and I mm-hmm. tend to absorb people's energies. And, uh, <laughs> if somebody's like really stressed out and they come in, I'm like, yeah, I know me too. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I love helping people. And so when somebody's upset, and then I, I enjoy helping them in the studio yeah. to feel better and ground them and guide them. And it just, it feels so good to help people. Yeah. Um, but we also have to help ourselves. So when we're the ones going through that, like, yes, some people can just keep going, but there's a point. There's you, a point where you if you break. don't, like you said, figure out when you need to step away, figure out when you need to recharge, what do you need to do for yourself? 
um, it's going to backfire in a major way. Yeah. Either your own hell. Yep. Or losing it on a client. I don't know. Anything. Snapping. Snapping. Um, but so in some in some way that stress is going to come out and it's mm-hmm. best to do it healthfully when you have some time off and you can decompress and unload yeah we were talking about we were kind of joking but kind of it's like you know so you do have to fake it in that you know you're in the studio you have to fake it and it's exhausting you get home it's like what is your unwind right mm-hmm. it's like it can be watching real housewives of beverly hills and yep. just sitting and just vegging out on your couch just or let your mind go. letting your mind <laughs> go um and also i think it's important and one thing i have found is that when you're going through the big things like we were talking about with family members is not only looking at the studio and staying positive in the studio but also you've got to take moments away from also feeling like that caregiver and feeling mm-hmm. like this and that, even though you can't really truly step away in a full, but, but for an hour or two yeah. hours or whatever to like go on a hike, not have your phone or, yeah. or have the phone away or, you know, cause if they're in a situation where you know, they're safe, yeah, everything's okay. Mm-hmm. You've got to take care of yourself. Yeah. And you need that time away from everything from everything studio what you're dealing with yeah yeah um and that's so important like you need to nourish the other parts of your identity that's not just caregiver or teacher yes because i think nowadays with cell phones and Mm -hmm. texting and this and that is constant bombardment and when you're in that not positive or trying to stay positive in the studio like that You've got to have those. It's like watching the news all the time. Yeah. Just if you're watching the news all the time, you're going to get depressed. You're going to get angry. You're going to get like stressed out. out. And so it's kind of like taking all that and just going, okay, I'm just going to like pretend the world is happy place today. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to like do that. I think. Yeah. And I think like, I just want to reiterate like the idea of staying positive. Like it's not an unhealthy positive of like, right. Fake, happy, fake, positive. It's, you know, trying to just stay positive in the realm of I'm trying to stay okay. Yeah. Cause I think that, uh, one thing that irritates me is when people say, oh, you know, you're you, you're always positive. So it's like you don't know the reality of, of situations. Like, oh, you're not looking at the realness. And it's like you can be a positive person. Mm-hmm. And being positive doesn't mean that you're like, oh, woo-hoo, woo, yeah. the world is great. But it's yeah. like it's trying to, like we said, when the client's coming in, that you're able to be in that mind frame. Mm-hmm. To help them. Yeah. And not be like Debbie Downer on Saturday Night Live or whatever that client. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. That was actually yeah. very funny. Yeah. No, exactly. And that's exactly right. We're, you know, it's that balance. We're not being her, but you're also <laughs> not pretending like if the building's burning down, you're not pretending like, oh, then that's no big fine. deal. It's fine. This It'll be fine. great. Yeah. yeah. Keep going. Yeah. It's finding that balance of. A healthy balance. Yeah. And I think, um, what else did we, we kind of talked about, oh, that, um, we talked about that normal routine. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes when you're in that not positive space, the normal routine of your teaching 
can be. Um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, like when you're, it's like a safety net. It's like, yeah, it feels known. Like it's, comfortable. it's comfortable because it's your normal routine. Your everything seems like everything's okay because this is a normal, normal situation. Yeah, it gives you a sense of normalcy while you're dealing with not normal a lot of other stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I think that's a good. So I mean, if that's because I think for a lot of times that has been good. Like mm-hmm. knowing, oh, I've I've got to get up. This is this is and this it is my schedule. It keeps you in a routine. Yeah. Because it's true, if you are dealing with some really intense stuff in your personal life, it can be really easy to just, you know, do nothing. Like, if you don't have a client schedule. I mean, I'll use COVID as an example. Like, we just kept going through COVID because we were teaching. So I had a normal routine every day. I got up at this time to teach these people. And, you know, and so other people who didn't have that, it was a lot more disorienting because they didn't have have a routine. routine. Yeah. And that can be disorienting, which on top of everything else, you don't want. Yeah. So So that's a good point with COVID too. Yeah. Keeping that routine can feel very um, comforting to maintain it. And I mean, I remember when I, I had to take a couple weeks off for Mm -hmm. um, a brief time just to deal with all that stuff. And it's like, I took two weeks. I, it helped me to disconnect from everything, do what mm-hmm. I needed to do. And then when that two weeks came up, I was like, Oh, can I get back to the studio? Yep. And then getting back to the studio was really refreshing because it's okay. Back to back that to routine. No routine. And just, yeah. Yep. And it, it actually can help. Yeah. And I think that's, but see, that's what you did. And I remember it's like very smart in terms of this is exactly what I need. Mm-hmm. And and then I need to get back to yeah my my safe my my routine my, yeah instead my zone. of yeah my zone and I think that's also like everyone kind of has to figure that out for themselves yeah it's yeah totally unique per person of what that is yeah because it's also what you have to think about when you're dealing with well what we're kind of talking about but you can deal with like a, a major tragedy in your in your family on many aspects here is is you're dealing with a loss mm-hmm. that's a long uh, process. Yeah. So you've got to figure out for yourself, you know, what is my need in this moment? What is my need in this moment? What right. is my need now? Because it's going to change. That's a good point. It's yeah. going to change. It's yeah. going to change. So like you said, I think when the client's, know kind of what's like like you're not unloading but they kind of know what you're going through yeah then they'll know in those moments what you do need and don't need Mm -hmm. because they've probably been i mean most people have been through something in their life yeah and a lot of my clients shared with me their various stories stories it's scary how many people have stories (laughs) it's really scary you're like oh my gosh and everybody does and (laughs) <laughs> it's, it's life. So, it is life. And it can feel very comforting to, to share that with somebody and, yeah. and have, have somebody them. else talk to you about their experience. And people like sharing. People like connecting. And I think that's, like, so important, especially now I feel in the world, is, like, is having that connection. And I think that's one of the things we love about teaching so mm-hmm. much is it is a relationship. And yeah. it's not like we're, you know, having a therapy session but like coming and going and clients, you know, you're a part of their life. You're a part mm-hmm. of their routine. Yep. 
So yeah, we provide them a routine and normalcy exactly. and comfort. Because in the same way, during COVID, my clients are saying, "I'm so grateful to have these yes. sessions with you because this gives me a sense of normalcy." normalcy. They were like, "I only know it's Wednesday because Wednesday at ten, I have a session with you." Yeah, <laughs> they had well, nothing else. Yeah, and the, it's like it's you can even turn it around, like like you just said for the clients. We have clients that go through. I had a client that suddenly lost her husband out of mm-hmm. nowhere. And she was away from the studio and came back to the studio and it was, you know, she was doing fine. And then we, she sat up and then just burst into tears. And it's like, we're, we're all in this environment with our clients. It's very much a relationship and Mm -hmm. very personal because we're teaching their body and their mind and we're kind of going into movement and yeah. It's, you know, and so we have to be in a space because if that happens with a client, also we have to be there in, in terms of being that person yeah, that they're now, up for how them. to show up for them, that they're showing up when we're going through our stuff. Yeah. So it's, it's, I, I think it's a beautiful thing. I was just thinking that exact same yeah, sense. It's like <laughs> such a beautiful, it's it a, is. it's like, it's a gift. Yeah. But it, it I, I feel like how many other jobs <laughs> right. get that? Yeah. They don't. Not many. No. Yeah, where you get to share that with somebody and really make a difference in someone's life. Yeah. And at the same time, give them a space where they can feel safe and have their routine and and have a space where they can share what they need. Yeah. And it, and, and the fact that they can do that mm-hmm. means we're doing a really good job. Yeah. They feel safe. They feel mm-hmm. supported. They feel like we're there for them. Mm-hmm. And then we... And, and then they get to do that for us when, yeah. when the teacher is going through something. Yeah. So I think like the main way to just stay positive in the studio, and again, we're not saying to stay fake positive, but the way to keep <laughs> going in the studio. Yeah, is, without killing yourself. Yeah, right? is just finding that time when you do need to step back and that's okay. Yeah, and um, knowing that's okay. Yeah. That there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't mean that you're a bad teacher. It doesn't mean that you're weak. Yeah, weak. It doesn't mean you're not supposed to be teaching because, I mean, you can still love what you do and be drained sometimes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's like, well, remember when you learned to drive as a kid <laughs> and you want to drive to the store and you want to drive here yeah. and you want to, and then you're like, oh my God, I don't want to drive all the way. <laughs> yeah. But it's kind of like that same, we need to kind of keep that excitement of, mm-hmm. oh, I want to drive to the store because it's like this new thing. But there's those moments where it's like, oh, we can't drive right now. It's just too yeah. much. <laughs> I don't want to do it right now. <laughs> too much. Can't handle it. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, like, like we've said, it's, it's just, it's exhausting to have to fake it and just keep pushing when you just can't. And yeah. just finding that balance for yourself, knowing when you can push forward and Knowing and when, when you, you can step back. Yeah. And, and like, I think the good thing for like us is, is we became friends mm-hmm. and then it was pretty quickly after that things went with both of us. Yeah. Well, COVID. Right. And then, <laughs> and then family, family health stuff, family health stuff. But it helps to have like, you know, also people you work with, people in your studio or other teachers that can also kind of help you yeah in terms of talking like a client yeah. but then you're not putting it on the client 
<laughs> but having that uh the, having that support where you yeah. work too mm-hmm. if you if you have other teachers that work with you yeah it's yeah. always nice the connections are always helpful the connections are very helpful i feel like with the clients with your studio with your other teachers with the community yeah although we haven't really well now we're giving it out into the community but <laughs> yeah <laughs> before that yeah but i think just realize that sometimes it's you just can't fake it anymore and you've got yeah. to like let it let it go for a minute and step away and do what you need to do. Yeah. And then that's perfectly okay and everybody understands that. Everybody. Your clients are not going to get mad. Yeah. They're not going to leave you. They're yeah. not going to get upset. They're going to understand because they've all been through something. Everybody has. Or their friends have or yeah. they know people or yeah. It's like yeah. It's life. It's It's life. (laughs) (laughs) So that was, that was hard, but that was good. Yeah. Yeah. We shared a little bit of our personal there, but that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Yay. Hopefully. Yeah. We, we both came in today kind of like, "Eh, eh." (laughs) (laughs) so I'm glad we got to do our podcast today. That see that helps us do our podcast Mm -hmm. because we get to talk to all you guys. Yay. And Oh, what? Oh, sorry, guys. So, my phone is buzzing because my brother's calling. Probably about my mom. Um, so, Tervis, let me turn this off. Hold on, please. There we go. Tervis, the water bottle. We <laughs> decided as our sponsor because we didn't really think of one last time. And so, here we go. Tervis water bottle. <laughs> T E R V I S. Mine's very pretty. It's all rainbow. It's fun and funky. It's like 60s psychedelic. <laughs> ah. Super fun. Super fun. So that was it. Season four, episode 12. Stay positive. And also, if you kind of have an experience that you want to share, mm-hmm. um, let us know because we would love to hear. Because yeah. I'm sure there are people out there that are struggling. Yeah, in the trying same to way. figure out how to balance their personal and business. Yeah, and yeah. we're here. We'll yeah. listen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Next time. Bye. Bye.